Welcome, dear listeners, to Level Up, the podcast that takes you on an exciting journey through the world of personal growth and self-improvement. I'm your host, Dr. Leland, and together we'll explore the strategies, stories, and insights that will help you unlock your full potential, whether you're striving for success in your career, looking to enhance your relationships, or simply seeking a more fulfilling life. Level Up! is your passport to transformation. Each episode will deep dive into a wide range of topics from mastering the art of productivity to the science of happiness and from building resilience to unleashing your creativity. Our guests are experts, thought leaders, and real-life achievers who will share their wisdom and experiences to guide you on your path to personal growth. But... Level Up isn't about theory, it's about practicality. We'll provide you with actionable advice and step-by-step strategies that you can implement in your life right away. Our goal is to empower you to take meaningful steps towards your dreams and aspirations. So, if you're ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery, growth, and empowerment, then buckle up because you're about to level up your life. Stay tuned for inspiring conversations, powerful insights, and a dose of motivation in each and every episode of... (gasps) Level up. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast platform and connect with us on social media to join our vibrant community of fellow travelers on this incredible journey. Let's get started on this adventure of personal growth and transformation. Welcome to Level Up. Ah, that was Christian's 2D animation. So if you need someone to bridge that social media message that you're trying to create for your business in less than a minute. This person that I'm going to bring in um, is normally not available to you all. Okay, so I'm very privileged to have his presence today. And I want you guys to ask him as many questions as you can, because uh, sometimes it's the right moment to have that conversation. And it is, this is the platform that you need to be in to ask those questions as well. And we would love to provide value conversations or added value conversations so you all can learn. And you know I'm an educator, so my focus and my heart is always to educate. But also I am never too big or too smart to learn from everybody. I love experiential learning. And so bring it today. Now, are you guys ready? Hmm. Peter, yeah. I <laughs> love the intro. You are too are kind. You? I love it. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing fantastic. And you uh, are doing well as well, I can tell. Oh, yeah. I had coffee. I mean, like maybe five sips. (laughs) I love my coffee. I love dark coffee. Who do we have here so far? Jonathan, you were the very first person, sir. Thank you for being here. Uh, 8.48 a.m. We we were just even chit-chatting and you were already here. And hello, hello, sister. Wendy, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Um, David as well. So let's go ahead and start and introduce who is Peter Well, and this is my first question. Think back 20 years ago and find within your timeline some of the significant changes in your life that got you here where you are today. Yes, starting 20 years ago, I was working in an ad agency, um, working on a a very large multinational account on a local basis. And, um, you know, since that time, I, I like to think that I leveled up um, from a skill set standpoint, right, of of just learning my craft and learning how to how to do advertising, learning how to do media, how to advise clients um, in spending their money efficiently and effectively, um, and communicating that, right, and communicating those changes. In those twenty years, you know, I ended up, you know, through the the crisis in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, the agency downsized and consolidated and lost a lot of their regional offices and I got laid off. Um, You know, and I went through a time, you know, at that point where I was confident about what I was doing, but looking back, I was, I was also arrogant and, you know, because of the accounts that I had worked on and I thought, why wouldn't you hire me to, to work on your account, you know, type of thing. And it was absolutely the wrong approach, right? You know, that, that does not get you very far. 
So it, it was humbling, you know, to, to hear all the no's, but it also taught me, you know, a little bit of humility. Um, it taught me gratitude. It taught me everyone is trying to get ahead. How can I help you? Right. And, and so I went through very much a, a transformation, I think at that point. And, and I think since then I've, I've been trying to fulfill that, you know, every day of how can I help you? Yeah. That's a good mindset. I think we all, uh, when I was 21, I was the youngest in the history of there at Geico to be a manager. And I thought, oh, I'm invisible. I know everything. I got this going on. No, I didn't get it. But, you know, when you're young, you really think the world is like right here. You, you know, you can control it. Um, and I was doing sales. And one of the gentlemen, he was 52. He was really good in the phone. But let me tell you, he can't type. And in, in Geico, we are worse than the military by the second because I'm losing money. Every time I don't pick up a call, I lose $75. And I see them losing money. I was like, no, that's in my budget. We're not doing that. And so we only literally say 15 minutes because we could do that in 15 minutes. Where this guy for 15 minutes is just knowing the, the cousin who's having a party from the customer. And I'm like, see, we can't do that. You know, we're, we have an outcome, we have an algorithm, we have a number, this is what we want to do. And he just keeps failing. And he actually brings my team stats down. And I'm like, I can't have this guy, just don't do it. Yeah. And instead, I told him, I'm like, why are you so slow? <laughs> Literally, that was me asking instead, like, why are you so slow? I can't have you in this team. He looked at me and he's like, I understand you're young. I also understand you're my manager and I need this job. But I'm not very savvy at computer. I've done sales all my life, but I'm really good at sales. And he is. He closes his deal, but he ruins my stats. And so I said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to, I'm going to, instead of letting you go, which I would, because you really suck at this. Like I told him, like your stat. And he's like, no one ever told me I suck. And I'm, I'm sorry. And, and, and I was focused more on the outcome rather than the person. And that's what I've learned, right? And he was really good in, in what he does in sales, but he's not good at that specific moment because of the numbers that we were concerned. But I actually thought about it and I said, I don't want to lose him within this organization. So I right. planted him to retention unit where there is no stats. You literally just retain the customer and he blossomed and he became a manager there. And he will never forget every time he calls me, aren't you glad you didn't fire me <laughs> every single time? And um, that's what I've learned. So that, that stats that you told how, me. Or how can you focus on, on what people add, right? Versus, versus the things that they are not as good at. Yeah. Right? And yeah. you can't. And that's why we're good at one thing and not good at others. It's okay. But I mm -hmm. think you need someone to realize your potential of where you need to be. I was not very smart at saying what I said, but I was smart enough to see that overall it's for the organization and he's good at somewhere else, right? But this next question I have is, what does it mean to unleash your entrepreneurial spirit? When you saw the title that I've created, Unleashing Your Entrepreneurial Spirit, what comes to mind? It's, it, I like to look at it as zero-based thinking. So, so what would you do, right? If you had all the money in the world, how would you spend your time? So it's, it's, sometimes it's work. Sometimes it's not work. Sometimes it's family, but that entrepreneurial spirit is, is what would you do? And, and sometimes it's, it's not about having all the money in the world. It's never about having all the money in the world. What are you going to do with the time that you have? And, and I think it's, it's, trying to figure out what is important to you, what is your purpose, and what is your vision for your life. You're the CEO of your life. What are you going to do with it? And are you responsible for it? Are you leading yourself through the time that you have? Right? It, and so it, it, all of us are leaders. In, it, it, sometimes we're the, just the leader of ourself, but you still have to be the leader of yourself. Yeah. Don't let that go because that is, that, that is where you need to be. Yeah. Yeah. Don't underestimate it. Yeah. Tabitha's like, I love that. How can I help you? <laughs> yeah, it is. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I don't know what time it is in Lagos, Nigeria, brother, but I'm glad you're here. 
blessings for you to be here um, for sure. Now, when you're when you're thinking of being an entrepreneur, have you ever have you always thought, ah, when I grow up, I'm going to be a business owner? You know, for me, it was it was kind of a light switch moment um, of being having having done as much as I did in the advertising agency world. Um, for me, it was time to just do something different. And so for me, it was I did want to start my own business. And I, I but I also knew that I didn't want to start my own ad agency. Ad agency. I, I wanted to take the knowledge that I had in working with small businesses working with large businesses and help the owners. Because what I noticed over 25 plus years in working with a lot of franchise-based clients, um, why was one franchisee successful and another one wasn't? It, they, they had all the same resources. They had all the same, you know, the playbook was the same. This guy was successful. This guy wasn't, right? And, and what's, what's the difference? And it comes down to the owner. It comes down to the owner's mindset and how they handle things and, and what the, how they think and how they implement. And, and it, it always comes down to the owner. Mm-hmm. So with a small business and, you know, looking at the stats, there are 32 million small businesses in the U.S. Um, only 9% of them ever get to a million or more. So, so 91% don't. And, you know, 35 to 40% of those businesses don't make any money. They're not profitable. And why is that? You know, so sometimes it's, it's marketplace conditions. Sometimes it's, you know, things out of our control. Most often it's the owner. And, and so that's, I guess I like to take my knowledge that I gained over those 25 plus years and try to figure out how I can make the owner better and how I can get the owner what, what he or she wants. Great segue. That was my next question. Can you share some practical steps or strategies to awaken and nurture your entrepreneurial spirit? So when you're working with a business owner as a franchisee, right, and they're not making money, they've been in it for two years, and they're like, you know what, Pete, I'm just going to quit. It's just not happening. I put too much money in, too much energy. I'm exhausted, right? But you see potential in them, but they, they just need to get tweaked. Like, what are some practical steps that you would tell them? You know, sometimes it's it's the business owner who's been in it for two years that still has a passion for the business, but they don't know how to make it profitable. Sometimes it's the business owner who's been in it for 15 years and is bored, right? They, they would rather just sell it or they want to get out of it, but they can't. They need to be re-energized. And I think it's it's trying to figure out which one of those are you. Do you need to be re-energized or do you have a passion and you just don't know what to do? But it, for me, it always starts with your personal vision. What do you want out of this? You know, your business is your vehicle to help you get what you want. It's not the be all and end all, unless again, that is your purpose. You love to work. You love to do what you, what, whatever it is you do. Um, and you don't have a family. You don't have outside interests. You don't have all those other distractions. You know, your business is your focus and your only focus. That's okay. That's not the case for most business owners. Most business owners have a family. They have other outside interests. They have other things that they like to do. Um, they don't want to work 90 hours a week, right? So it, it's starting with your personal vision and what do you want out of this? What do you want out of the business to help you lead the overall life you're trying to get to? And so it starts with personal vision, then it goes to company vision. And so do you have a purpose or a vision for the company that can include your employees and your customers and fill it up and, and get all those people aligned and on the same page? And so sometimes it's creating a bigger company vision. It's creating a, a stronger purpose. But how do you get to, those, to that point? And those are the strategies I, I guess I typically start with. Hmm. I it, love that points back to that, right? It, it always points back to that. So everyone needs a, a reference point and a reminder, right? We have lots of distractions, lots of things going on. We, we need a playbook. And I think those company visions and personal visions help us stay aligned and on track. 
I totally agree with that because every time I'm sidetracked and I always say, okay, CJ, what is your mission again? Like I literally question myself all the time. I'm like, is this going towards, I, I think that my, the thing that comes out from my head when you're saying that is intentions and actions, right? Because you can create the playbook. You can create the knowledge. I, you could give me 10 million books to read, but if right. my action doesn't align with my vision, not going to happen. Yeah. 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 So I always tell it like, forget about all those dreams right now. It's good to dream and please dream big. Dreaming is huge. It's free. Dream as big as you want. You could have an island in here in this room. It doesn't matter. Dream. But now how can you make that dream into reality? Knowledge right. is power. Yes. But you need to take action with that knowledge. Um, otherwise, it's not going to go anywhere. Right. Because I have a lot right. of knowledge in my head. Do I apply them? Nope. Right. The, the thing I noticed, um, CJ, with, with a lot of franchise owners um, and the ones that were successful was they made a lot of decisions and they made them frequently and often. <laughs> and it, you need to keep making decisions. They're not always going to be the right ones. But the longer you, you ponder a, a question or an action, right, it's, it doesn't do anybody any good. You as the, as the owner, as the leader, need to make decisions so that your employees can act and you need to allow them to do that L allow them to do their job and trust them to do their job and if you need to course correct along the way which guess what you will mm -hmm. um that's what you do but you do it with more information and more feedback and you know just again there's a lot of moving parts there's a lot of moving parts there's a lot of variables along the way and so you can't stop making decisions because you're not sure about something. A lot of business owners make a decision when they have 60% of the information and they feel, you know, in their gut, it's, it's good to go. Other people take, you know, I need 90% of the information before I can make a decision. And you need to do what's comfortable for you, but I would keep saying, make decisions, keep making decisions. That's what I keep telling my business owners that I work with. Yeah. I think what I've noticed is that, you know how people like, oh, it takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village to to raise a business. Okay. You need everyone in your corner. You need a bookkeeper. You need a, a coach, a mentor. Uh, you know, you need a, a lawyer. Uh, you know, you need all of those. If you're running a business and you don't have those stock profiles on LinkedIn, uh, they're everywhere, right? Yeah. And make them your best friend. Seriously. Uh, that's what I always tell my students, because you can't even if you think you're so good, and you're so skilled at what you do. Once you run a business, you're only limited to your own experience. Right? Always, right? So yeah. what are your thoughts on that? Like having people, you know, making making sure that you have all those people that you can turn to, that when you need a question, like you can't turn to me for law things. I'd be like, Peter, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, it's not happening. I, don't, I can't give you advice on anything law. You talk about business and emotional intelligence and leadership. I can have that. But law, not my wheelhouse. So who do you turn to? So you need to make sure you have all those people set in place. Um, if you don't, slowly get there now get your lawyer get your bookkeeper get your accountant right get peter quail over here to to see if having a franchise is a good thing for you now why would you go uh, owning a franchise versus just running your business like what is the difference between the two and why did you go on to that area i ended up with the alternative board um more because of i, I think the people you know be behind it it, it, the, the structure of it allows me to uh, help me build a brand and a brand that's, that's trusted worldwide. I think it's, you know, 23, 24 countries now, um, you know, thousands and thousands of business owners have been, have been through our program. Um, it, it was a system that I could get into that I believed in. And it was, and part of it was, again, looking more as a business owner coach not a business coach per se, but a business owner coach. I want to help the owner get everything out of life that he or she wants. And I, and I look at the whole person. I don't just look at their business. Again, I look at their business as, as a vehicle to get them what they want. So yes, I'm going to help you run your business and run it better and more efficiently and more profitably. But I'm also going to look out 
and ask you about your health, right? What are you doing for your health? What are you doing for your recovery time is like, is what I like to call it. How are you taking a step back and, and going off stage for, for a certain amount of time and gathering your thoughts um, and being more intentional, right? About what you're doing and doing things more on purpose. I'm doing this more with more intention. So yeah. it's, it, you need time away. You can't just work 90 hours a week and, and think it's all going to turn out, you know, and yeah. keep doing it year after year after year. You're going to end up alone. You're probably going to, you know, burn yourself out and you're not going to be able to, to take your business to the next level because you can't see the forest through the trees. Yeah. Yeah. And health is wealth. Like without your health, you're nothing. I don't care how much money you got. You are nothing when your health goes down. So you really got to take care of that. And I'm, I'm walking that action right now. My accountability partner is my 15 year old. She literally, when I'm talking in here and we have to go work out, she stands there. She's like, she yeah. literally yeah. demands, mom, roll it up, hurry up. Cause we got to go work out. I'm like, okay, guys got to go. My daughter's got to, we, we got to go, you know, work out. And, and it's nice to see having that. I think having accountability partner is a great way to sometimes get you into a habit, right? Because some of these people have, have bad habits and that's where you are. What, what are your thoughts on having accountability partners? You know, it, 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 it all comes back to discipline. How disciplined are you? And, and are you accountable to yourself and to others? And those are the most successful people who do it in the shortest amount of time. You can still be successful. You can still, you know, do everything you want to do, but it's probably going to take you more time if you're not disciplined about it and you're not accountable. So those are really the two, the two biggest things. Yeah. It says it's been stuck in an operational level, which is not much more than a freelance operation. I just can't seem to break through to the next level operationally. Oh, this is Mr. O. He said, since 2012, after incorporating my business, which is a small graphic and web design brand communications firm, essentially, it's been stuck in operational level, which is not much more than a freelance operation. I just can't seem to break through to the next level operationally. What would your advice for that? You know, looking into it a little bit deeper, I think it would be, you know, what is the, the goal? What is your intention for this business? Do you want to, do you want to have employees? Are you profitable now? Are you charging enough? Do you believe in, in what you're selling and what you're doing for other clients? And do they believe in what you're doing? Are you getting good feedback? Sometimes, you know, we, we like to look at, at three things that I always bring up with people. It's mindset, skill set, and activity level. Do you have the mindset to, to take this to the next level? Do you have the skill set? to get clients to pay you what it's worth and, and become profitable? And then are you doing the activities necessary to build it? So how, what is your sales process? Are you confident in your sales process? Do you close clients? You know, it's, it's all those little things, all those details that go along with it. But, but I always start with mindset, skill set, activity level. So kind of ask yourself those questions and where can you change your mindset about how you think, you know, how you think about your business and, and how you think about yourself? And do you need to get more skills? Are you noticing a, a lack of, of what you're offering to your clients versus what, they, what their expectations are? And then again, are you, are you going out and telling people about it? What's your activity level to get new clients? You know, are you talking to, to business owners and small, you know, getting people to, to uh, talk to you about, about doing graphic and web design work? Hmm. Nicole, I was field inspector for four years for Subway, the sandwich shop. Ooh, I didn't know that. I love Subway. Um, hmm, sister. I'm thinking on my head now, Nicole. I went to University of Subway. I helped to maintain standards and train sales building. True. Now, I really love what you said here about mindset, skill set, and activity levels. And I think sometimes, too, is we're stuck in our own heads and limit our potential. I've done that so many times. I don't think I could do this because of this. I don't think I can do that because of this. 
And I, I write down what really helps me to move forward with anything that I create is, um, A, I just go for it. I, I just literally, I'm at that age where like, eh, what the heck? If it fails, oh, well, we tried, right? <laughs> um, and I'm like, no shame in my game. I'm like, yes, this is what we're going to do. And Nicole actually and I have a, um, a project. It's called 50 Inspirational um, connections. And I'm hoping you would, you would nominate yourself in there too, because we want more people. We want my, my goal is to elevate as many people 50 at a time, instead of like one person at a time, 50 in one place to really get inspired out there to multiply the positivity, but also give knowledge out there of why you're inspirational, what you're doing. But Activity levels that you're saying right there, like mindset. For me, when I tell my students success, like what is success to you? I said 80% mindset, 20% skills. Um, it doesn't matter how much mad skills you have. If your mindset is negative, it's, you're not going to go move forward because you're always questioning yourself. What if I do this? What if I? you can never meet? Your activity levels would be like... <laughs> Because right. your mindset is not there, right? right. And skill set to me, it's like all the technical things that you know, it's fine. But like, no one wants to hire you because A, they don't know you. B, you got a bad attitude as it is. And no one wants to work with you, right? You're not fun at all. You're always negative Nelly. And then your activity levels goes down. So I really love the synopsis of, of what you said there. Thank you so much for doing that. Now, my next question is... What are some common challenges that individuals face when trying to unleash their entrepreneurial spirit and how can they overcome that? We talked a little bit about mindset, skill set and activity levels. Is there something that you look at the business owner at tab and said, you know what, you're doing it wrong. How would you approach it? Um, it's always through again, I, I, I love the, the term coach, right? I'm not I'm not a mentor. I'm not a consultant. I like to have you figure it out. And it's, and it's having you try to figure out the answer without me telling you. Sometimes I know the answer, sometimes I don't, right? And, but we can always figure it out together. And, and I think it's, it's asking yourself the question so that you learn and get the immediate feedback as well. So in, in the example I like to use, it was from um, a, a guy I know, Dr. Alan Bernard. He talks about make things experiential. And, and, and receive immediate feedback, right? So the example that, that was used was, as a kid, you're touching the, the hot stove, right? What would happen and how fast would you learn if that pain wasn't immediate? What would happen if that pain didn't, didn't hit you until a day later? How fast would you learn not to touch the stove? Quick, <laughs> quick. Right? You know, so, but see, mm. It's, it's how do this... you how do you make things quicker so that the feedback is immediate so that you learn, I guess, is, is the point. And so as you're struggling with that entrepreneurial mindset and pushing yourself, again, it, it always goes back to your goals. It always goes back to your vision. And that's what you use to to keep yourself grounded and keep yourself moving forward. Love it. That's what I do. I'm like, okay, I got to look out. What's my much my vision and everything I do surrounds that vision and my mission, because my vision is to level up the world. My mission is to level up the world. And how am I going to do that actionable steps? People like this trying to give added value conversation. So that's my actionable steps. But now I'm thinking bigger. I'm like, okay, so how do we multiply this faster? Like what you just said, right? And right. so I'm creating a project. Um, and you know what? I don't know what's going to happen. No one knows. I don't care. I'm having fun. I'm having fun because I my goal is to elevate people as many as I can. And I'm you, hoping that- You are testing that theory every time you do a podcast, right? Yeah. How many people engaged? How many people listened? What kind of feedback am I getting? Those are the things you need to listen to and and book you know more people uh, on a certain subject we want to hear more about this subject we want to hear more about this um you have to listen to your to your customers as well and let them direct sometimes a subject matter that you're talking about but that's yeah. that's immediate feedback right yeah yeah experiential learning i love it that's what i do in my class because i don't know anything about chain of command i have a lot of military students and and business, we always say subordinates and, you know, 
chain of command. There's no way in heck I would know anything about chain of command. I'm not in the military and I have master chief in my class. I'm like, you, sir, tell us about master, you know, because he's the one who's in charge of all the people. So I love that. I love that. Now, my my other thing is when you have challenges, for example, I'm not Peter, I'm not getting enough people to be in this business. How can you help me? What would you say? Um, they're having trouble with sales. Getting, having... getting, yeah, getting sales and sustaining sales. Okay. Um, first, I would go back to your message. What, what is it that you're trying to do? Um, who are you trying to reach? Who is your ideal target audience? Um, I'm sure there's probably some people on the line that are expert marketers in here. Uh, Ruth and Averill are, are, yep. are expert marketers. They're going to tell you about, about their, you know, finding your ideal customer. Um, and trying to uh, trying to to figure out how what messages are they going to respond to and resonate with, and how can you get in front of them? Where are they at? So it, it goes to sometimes the vehicle that you're using, it goes to the message that you're sending them, and what is the frequency? So ask yourself those questions. I guess as a marketer. Of, of how are you getting in front of people and what message are they receiving from you? And, is, and does it resonate with them? Mm, true. Work backwards to get motivation. Ruth Bay and Avril and I are going to talk today because I do want to put them in the platform as well because they are expert ma marketers. And I want my people to know how do you market? You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're talking about business. Like this podcast had pivot so many times. It started with just all PhDs and DBAs and my students in this podcast because it was more educational. I was a dean. I had a problem and I wanted to bring that problem into light and have conversation. When I quit being a dean, I was like, I quit the podcast. It's done, right? And when someone tells you you changed your life based on the podcast, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I, I was just kidding. I was taking a pregnant pause. Oh, I'm back again <laughs> in my podcast. Yeah. But I sat down. I said, first of all, you're limiting your potential for people to learn by just staying in education, right? So I open it to business coaches, to business owner, to everything. And I'm learning so much. So I have changed in this podcast so many times and I'm going to stick in this lane because there's so many people out there who are experts in their field that we all can learn from. My next question is, are there any specific traits or characteristics that are commonly found in successful entrepreneur? If so, what are they? How can um, you develop them? Yeah, it, it, it comes back to, I think, again, having a vision, doing the work. It doesn't mean that you are a visionary. There, there are lots of people who just consider themselves visionaries. And I think that's a very small percentage of, of the population. I think it's, it's doing the work and figuring out what your plan is. Are you strategic about it? Are you intentional about it? There's a certain amount of emotional intelligence, right? EQ uh, as well that goes along with it. And it comes back to respect. Do you have respect for the, for the people around you and what they're trying to achieve? I, I do think anyone can get to their goals. I, I believe that wholeheartedly, but you have to put in the work. You have to do the work of, figuring out what your vision is and what's important to you. And that takes a little bit of time. It, it changes over time, right, too. So um, I, I, I think it's, it's being intentional and strategic about what you want and trying to go get that. Mm. Intentions and strategy. That's a, that's a good tool to have. For me, I think with characteristics in terms of specific traits is um, perseverance and grit. Those are the two things that I that I think of in my own journey as a business owner. So my third business, my first one was Japanese animation. I went from a retail mom, like mom and pop shop to like three retail stores, but then I had to quit because I had to move with my husband in Boston. Um, my second one was I found that um, going through our dissertation, it was so difficult that only like 10% of us or 10 or 5% of us graduated uh, through the process because the comp was really difficult. And then after that, doing your research was really difficult. And I think I made it even 10 times more for me because I did a combination of my dissertation instead of just getting a secondary. No, no, I had to travel to 
to Hong Kong and I had to travel to Korea and the Philippines. I was like, I will never do that again. Um, it was expensive, but you know, I had a good time doing that. Um, but at the same time, I think I persevered no matter what things life throws at me. Um, because it, like you said, yes, you have a business, you can't work 90 hours day in, day out for years because you're going to burn out. And I think what for me is the grit to keep grinding no matter what, and just change and just change, um, what you need. Like you said, keep on making decisions, whether it's right or wrong, just make it anyway. And then you learn. I think too much, too much emphasis is put on, is put on passion. Sometimes Mm. I, I believe you have to be passionate about what you do. But I also believe that that dies out over time. And unless it's it's your purpose, right? It's it. it I, I think purpose overrides passion. And and I think if you if you are following your purpose, that's going to to get you through and those those lulls where you're not so passionate about your business, where you know you're doing difficult things or difficult things are happening to you. How fast do you turn around? and and persevere like you said it's 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 the time in between when something happens to you and you get back on the horse so how how fast can you turn it around because everyone's going to have down days down weeks down months you know i've i've talked to a number of people who talk about you have 50 if you have 50 good days a year you're going to be successful right most of your days are not are not you know 10 star days <laughs> so no, there's days you're like, I don't want to get up. I don't even want to think about anything. I just want to sleep. But like, yeah, most yeah. most days are are you know you either learn or or you win, right? And and I would say most days we we learn. <laughs> we, yeah, we don't win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You're yeah. like, oh, I didn't know how to do that one, but okay, <laughs> we're just gonna go with it. Um, my next question is, can you share some inspiring success stories of somebody that you work with? Um, unleashed our entrepreneurial spirit? Like, what are the things that we can learn from their journey? Um, yeah, there's, you know, there's lots of success stories, right? It's, it's, um, it's starting with, I think it is starting with a, a passion. And I think it's, it's coming up with those ideas. But everyone starts a business because they're good at something. And they're, they're very good at, at doing a service or, or producing a product or, or whatever. Um, but then it comes down to how do you implement those things and how do you create a business out of it? And a lot of people that I deal with, and, and this is why I think every small business owner should have a coach, um, to a certain degree, right? You don't know what you don't know. Um, you, you are good at what you do and I'm not going to be the expert that tells you to do that differently, but I am going to tell you how to run your business differently and give you different pointers. So it's, it is joining groups like the alternative board and, and getting outside perspectives from other business owners as well and learning from their perspectives and how they got through it. It's, it's surrounding yourself with people like you, you know, as well of, of just getting a different perspective of, of how to do something. It starts with theory. It starts in your mind. You have to believe it. And then you take action on it. But if you never get it into your mind, you're not going to take action on it. It has to start in your mind. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of things in my head. <laughs> For sure. And what I do is I extrapolate it by writing it down. Like literally, my husband's like, what is wrong with you? Why do you have 5 million notebooks? And you have like so many things written in like two, three pages. And I'm like, no, because I'm very structured and my brain's like the pink notebook is for my journal, like what's happening. The, you know, blue notebook is for my business The you know, I'm like color coded. I'm like, CJ, you're going to be all over the place. Just, you know, look at it. And I think having successful stories not only ignites your passion, but also motivates you to keep going, right? Like for me, Successful stories is helping people smile at the end of the day, whether that's I give you $30, I give you $3,000 or $300,000 like you smiled today. Everybody hears about the success story at the end, right? Everyone wants to, to learn about how you got there. And but there are a lot of days in a business owner's mind where things are not going right. And and you doubt yourself, you doubt your 
<laughs> the, the whole concept of your business, right? You wonder what what have I done? Why did I do this? <laughs> you you question everything, and um, you know I just watched the movie Air um, from um, Amazon Prime that talks about Nike and how close they came to shutting down their their basketball shoe division before they signed Michael Jordan, and you know it's it's stories like that 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 don't get told until you know right forty years later, in, in some cases. And, and lots of people know the story, but it's not it's not broadcast, right? It's not it's not widely known. Um, but all of us need to think about, I, I think, those times and and be intentional about what it is we're trying to do, and hang on to that. And and that's where the 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 goals and and the overall vision come through. There are going to be ups and downs, but you need to to keep going on and and focus on what, what it is you're trying to achieve. And it's some, sometimes it's raising your floor, right? As you, as you make a gain, it's setting a different standard for yourself. Um, and I'm not going to do below that anymore, right? I'm not, I'm not going to deal with, with people like that anymore. Um, I just had a conversation. It's funny with, uh, with a, a group yesterday, a, a board of, of business owners where they talked about resetting themselves during COVID and some of the relationships that they had. And sometimes it was family um, that they, they did not want to see them as often anymore. And COVID brought that to light for them. You know, sometimes it was business people, sometimes it was just casual acquaintances and sometimes it was family. But who are you surrounding yourself with for most of the time that you have during the course of the day or the week or the month? And are they helping you achieve your goals? Are they supporting you? Those are the questions I think you need to ask yourself sometimes as well to, to get yourself to the next level. Yeah, to level up. Um, it's finding, that's it's why... finding the who and not the how, right? Yeah. Sometimes it's finding oh, why are you doing this? Yeah, I'm yeah. glad you said that because I, I've realized that everyone wants to know how do I do the things that I do all at the same time, because I literally work for four universities um, at the same time, I had like 600 students, 1200 employees, and I still run my podcast and I still have my kids. And I was looking at my book and I'm like, OK, <laughs> and it sounds exhausting. And I was went back to school crazy myself, um, but I was super part time. But my lab work just kills me, man. It just kills me. But here's the thing. People want to know that what I do and I asked them, I said, so if I tell you what I do, would you do it? Right. Because what's the point of me spending the time to tell you, even 10 minutes to tell you, if you're not going to do it? And if you want, if you're going to do it, can you do it is the, the thing, right? Because each one of us has to sacrifice something for another. That's just how it works in life. You can't, you're only one person. Unless I multiply myself 4 million times, then it's not going to happen, Right. And so can you do it is not the question is, will you do it? Right. And if you do it, can you sustain it? I've been doing it forever. And I think it's my trauma in the past that got me here today that where I used to be ashamed of it. But when I reflect on it, I'm like, no, it's how you got here. This is why the, the, the strength that is exuding out there and people want to know it's because of your trauma. <laughs> So I have to like show that, that like because of my past, this is why I'm good at school because I was needing that love and affection and, and not being abandoned. So I always, I'm number one out of 6,000 kids. I will die before I become second. That was me. Yeah. Right. And if I get an A minus and if I got a 99%, I will cry. Why didn't I not get a hundred people like that's too much. I'm like, dude, I'm Asian. What do you want me to do? Have you, have you made the commitment to yourself? And do you have the courage to follow it through? Yeah. Yeah. And That's, for yeah. me, I don't want to let myself down. I have so high standards that it, it's just too much. But I also need to dial it down because I had too many ulcers. Okay. Like bad where I get hospitalized. And then, then that's when I realized, okay, health is wealth. Without health, you can't do running all this nonsense that you're doing. And then you have to also pivot and change. What is important to you? 
are all these activities that you're doing going somewhere? Is this important to you? If you die today, would this help you and your legacy and your kids? No. Yeah. Right. So I only engage in things and activities that helps me and my vision and my mission. And I almost died in 2011. So I'm doubling down on human being. Okay. Because for me, I said, okay, I need to help others see their potential whatever that is because sometimes p i think it doesn't matter how old you are i have a 78 year old that's my oldest student is 78 years old and she's feeling so low when you look at her accomplishments it's like there's no way i would be able to accomplish that but she's feeling so low sometimes i think in life we need to have someone tells us yes you are good yes you are enough yes you are amazing as cheesy as that you kind of need to hear that sometimes And I think people like you who likes to help others, even though you might not say that same word, but by your actions, you're doing that for them. So thank you. That's nice. I I appreciate that. And, and, you know, it's, it's funny too, CJ, I I like to, to bring up the, the fact that you need to be proud of yourself. And, and again, not, not arrogant. That's, that's not what I'm talking about, but are you proud of, of what you're accomplishing and what you're doing? Because that's where it all starts. And if you're not, then you need to find something else to do or, or do it differently or, or handle it differently, something, right? But you need to change what you're doing. But ultimately, do you look back at the last year and, and are you proud of what you've done over the last year? You know, I'm super proud. Question, but you know, a lot of people can't answer it or don't yeah. want to answer it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I there are parts of what I did last year that I'm not proud, but most of the time I was super proud. Last year was the lowest part of my life, actually, uh, with so many deaths, like three people in my family died succession. Um, three of my friends from school died succession. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. And then my mother-in-law and then my dog. I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with life. I It's probably my time next soon. Like I'm, I'm going to go in the cave now. <laughs> And, and going and going, I'm sure you attended some of those those services and funerals and, and things like that. And and it makes you take stock, right? Of what it is you're doing and what's important and what's not. And right, most of it's not important, is is always the conclusion I come to after after attending something like that. Yeah. Most most yeah. of it's not important. So no. so how can you focus on the stuff that is important? Mm-hmm. Doing things like this is important because internet is not going to go anywhere and you're leaving a legacy. Like we were just talking about like, you know, um, our great, our grandparents, my husband and I were talking about this, our grandparents that no one will ever know about them. Right. And some people don't have kids, so it doesn't get passed down. And then our grandparents will never know. Then they're not going to know their grandparents or great grandparents or no one knows we also will never be known anymore other than maybe a cross and some weeds going through our, right. our stuff. Like it's kind of morbid to think about, but that's true. Right. So what is your legacy? What is your impact that you're trying to create today so that you can help either, even just don't even think about the world. Just think about your children. What are you leaving today? Right. And what are you trying to accomplish in life that is not just about you? That is somebody else. And I think that that's always what I'm thinking. But I wanted to, before we end, I wanted to talk about your business yeah. and what you do. Tell us a little bit about how you're helping your community, how you're helping your business owners um, and surrounding that. It's, it's helping people think a little bit differently about what they're doing and why they're doing it. And so it's, it's helping people become more intentional, do things more on purpose. And, and I work with business owners one-on-one. I work with them in small groups of, you know, six to 10 people generally. Um, but I also work with people remotely. So, um, you know, the Alternative Board is a, is a worldwide organization. We have lots of good people in your area, I, I would say as well. So, you know, it isn't just about me. But um, there are lots of good people out there who are who are doing the same thing I am and trying to help small business owners. But yeah, I'm I, I believe in in the quote from from Bill Gates that most people overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in ten. It's it's about making small incremental changes 
and and sometimes you're in a hurry to do those things um and sometimes that's the worst thing you know for you as well it, it's about those small incremental changes am i getting one percent better am i just better than i was yesterday and not comparing yourself to other people in the room it's comparing yourself to your to yourself you know you just need to get better and so are you are you putting things in place are you making those small habit changes and taking on different habits to increase your skill set, your mindset, your activity level. So you get better as a leader. Are you managing people or are you leading them? Is always a question I like to ask people as well. And, and you can do that from any level of your organization. You don't have to be the owner. Are you leading yourself appropriately? Are you leading the people that report to you appropriately? not managing them, but leading them. So if you kind of think about those, you know, it's, it's, it's just trying to get people to do things for the right reasons as well. We, we all need a better world out there. We, so yes. I, I like to, my, my goal in this whole thing, CJ, is to help people achieve things that they didn't think were possible. I, I want to be that light that shows that that shines a different path for them that they didn't think was possible and help them achieve it. That's, that's that. what I'm trying to get to. Yeah. That, that music shining brand, like a diamond is coming into my head. I was like, Oh, CJ, stop. Don't, 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 don't <laughs> sing. <laughs> I know this is Samantha. She says surround yourself with people who fan your flame. That is so true. That is so true. She fans my flame for sure. Um, Glenn, commitment, right? This is like 100%. Um, Self-care is really important. Thank you so much for sharing so much insights. Truly most appreciated. Uh, Mr. O has such an integrity. He's in Lagos, Nigeria right now. It's probably like 6 p.m. his time. Not so so late. Uh, Like, mission, and vision. I love that, Peter. We have to feel accomplished and proud. Yep. And my brother, Aaron, hello from Calgary, Alberta. He's probably working right now for sure. <laughs> Wait, oh yeah, working and listening. That's right. Um, compare yourself to the person in the mirror. That's right. Um, you must lead by example. You can't expect people to work hard if you're not willing to dig in. So true. Yeah. So true. Um, he likes to say playbook. Any last nugget that you would like to tell people in terms of the takeaways today? Um. Takeaways, I would say, you know, is, is ask yourself questions. You know, am I showing up for people? Am, am I leading people? Am I the one uh, that, that is actually helping this cause or am I hurting it? Um, so it's, it's asking yourself questions, but I think it's also, you know, being more intentional about what you're trying to do. What is it you're trying to achieve? How can you be more intentional about it? Um, and, and the last thing I would say is keep making decisions, right? The, I, I talked about it earlier. Um, you've got to make decisions and you've got to move forward. Yeah. And if you need help on those decisions, you can always call Peter and myself. <laughs> just exactly. like decisions. Yeah. Just just bring it on and let's see what happens to this decision. Yeah. Um, but I love that. And, and support, I think, is super important because sometimes when you're making decisions and you're questioning yourself, you might have the right decision, but you're because you're questioning yourself, you're not going to take action, right? right? So having support system like yourself or, you know, a group of people that you really trust for those decisions and bounce those ideas back. Ultimately, the decision is going to come from you. But I think having different ideas from different people and different solutions at least gives you an idea on how you can expand your thoughts, right? Having a structured setup, a structured habit of, of, providing a sounding board like we do at the alternative board, right? Is it, it comes to, we meet twice, twice a month, right? Uh, generally speaking. So how can you make those decisions feel, you feel better about them? Like you said, maybe you're not sure about the decision, but it's the right one to make. But having that sounding board gets you more sure. And when you feel confident about the decisions you're making, that's everything. Right. I mean, that's that you're going to you're going to be able to lead your your company to a different a different place. 
Samantha, I'm sure of it. <laughs> He's the CEO. You're the CEO. Oh, she's always trying to figure out the title. But I like that. I like structure. I function well in structure. Um, brain bounces. Like, think of a ball when you're dropping it in the room. It just bounces everywhere. That's my brain without structure. I can't handle it. So I was like, okay, tell me what you want. Okay, tell me what the outcome is. Okay, and then I write it down and I structure it. That's how I live my life. And that's how I can do so many things because I structure my day and block my time yeah. um, for activity level. And to the point where if you're not in my calendar, I ain't talking to you and nothing personal. It's just, that's how I function. Like literally, I mean, calendars and stickies and people <laughs> like, that's me. I'm physical. And I also have like a million calendars, like, I have this one when I go out, like, you know, so if you're not on my calendar, I'm sorry, I missed that conversation that we were thinking we were doing, but that never happened because of this. So yeah, thank you so much for your time today. I put your information on LinkedIn. I also put your website. I think this is your website, right? Alternativeboard.com, yep. St. Paul. You're in Minnesota? I'm in Minnesota. Okay, there you go. Um, so that is where Peter is, where you can find him. If you're curious, more information on how he can help you, please reach out to him. Also, I encourage you guys to reach out to the people um, who are here that you never connect. Hi, Becky. Thank you for being here. Um, action plan equals playbook. Yes. And oh, this is definitely Samantha journal and calendars because I do journals and calendars at the same time because I like to reflect on my my thoughts of what I did and how I can do better tomorrow. Um, right. So that's why I write things down. I'm like, oh, you could have done this better. But you no, know, and don't put too much pressure on yourself. Have fun. Life is too short. I don't do golf and I live in a golf course, but I do just throw the ball back at the golf course um, I do um, but my fun is literally cutting machines that's what I do for fun I know it's so boring but I like jewelry like cutting machines what do you do for fun um, I do golf for fun and honestly anything outside just love being outside yeah yeah Avril great episode today yes and I'll see you in a minute or two here Avril in like 10 30 um, I'll see you in a little bit but yeah I love this conversation. Thank you so much for being here today. I totally you, appreciate CJ. you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you, everyone. Um, for those team replay, I, I will give you guys um, the YouTube. Actually, it has this also. And also, Peter will have it on his um, profile as well. Right. Yeah. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. First, I want to apologize for not having my podcast for the last two weekends on time. The Global Summit 2023 took the time. I apologize. But what I wanted to make sure that you know is that I have been thinking about all my dear listeners. I am back and strong. So wonderful listeners of the Level Up podcast. We've been on an incredible journey together exploring the realms of personal growth, motivation, and self-improvement. But as our podcast continues to evolve and level up, we have an exciting announcement to make. <laughs> this November, get ready to take your personal development journey to the next level with something truly extraordinary. We're thrilled to introduce to you our newest venture, Level Up Circle TV show. Yes, you have heard it correct. Level Up Circle TV is more than just a TV show and a network. It's a game changer. And it's set to launch this November with the same commitment to empowerment, inspiration, and self-improvement that you've come to expect from the Level Up podcast. Our TV network will take these values and translate them into captivating visual experience that will motivate and uplift you in ways you've never imagined. Imagine watching compelling stories of individuals who has overcome tremendous odds 
To achieve greatness or exploring transformative self-programs and documentaries that empower you to unlock your full potential. This is just the tip of the iceberg. But there's more. Level Up Circle TV will also offer exclusive behind-the-scenes content from your favorite self-help gurus, motivational speakers, and thought leaders. Dive into immersive workshops and seminars that will provide you with practical tools for real-life personal growth. Mark your calendars for November and be prepared to be amazed by what we have in store. It's not just a TV network. It's a movement designed to inspire, motivate, and empower you to level up in every aspect of your life. So stay connected with Level Up Podcast and we'll keep you updated on all the exciting developments leading up to our TV network launch this November. Together, we're going to redefine personal development in the world of television. Thank you for being a part of this incredible journey. Keep leveling up, and we'll see you this November when your TV network, Level Up Circle TV, arrives to help you reach your new heights. Thank you so much for listening to Level Up Podcast. Battle scars, but it always ends the same.